0: Hey y'all, Rochelle here and Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform
1: or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspets family. And don't forget
0: to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes.
1: Hi. 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 Okay, so before I get started, we have not actually recorded in a little while Mm-hmm. So I'm a little <laughs> but I forgot how okay, <laughs> I did these notes a while ago so I have no idea what I'm about to read to you
0: <laughs> it's all good for them yeah and there's
1: a lot of like complicated arrows to things so I don't, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen but I'm gonna do it
0: okay <laughs> also so,
1: we're in season 10 I know we, I, I made it. <laughs> that's pretty crazy um, uh, Yeah, I know. We're coming up on the 300th episode. No, 200th episode, right? Uh-huh. And, a, and a couple, I think it's like episode five or six. So, yeah, like that. that's, yeah, that's wild. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't remember if I love this season or if I hate the season. Like, I honestly
0: don't really remember this season, so that's fine.
1: There's a few <laughs> things that happened that I remember, like, oh, that's cool. Or yeah. I don't really remember, like, the overarching problem. You know what no, I mean? No, I don't either. Oh.
0: I I think I have a guess i don't but i really can't remember <laughs> i don't want to say it here because i might well either way even if i have it right I'll, i'd be spoiling everything so yeah i truly <laughs> don't remember but okay so okay. i uh, like maybe a guess but it's probably not right
1: you know <laughs> okay yeah no i mean like, i remember like the cole stuff but like that's all i got that's not the thing the cole so. stuff yeah do you meet him in this episode don't you cole
0: like um, oh yeah yeah. i thought you meant, like cole is in like the mineral. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't remember that. <laughs> we don't know that it's Cole in this episode. I mean, we meet him, we just don't know his name.
1: Well, I thought he told us his name in the sun no, I think No, we do. And uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. Oh. We, we learn his name. I'm I like, like did I just start calling him Cole? But no, it's there. Yeah, I didn't make it up. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we are talking about season 10, episode one, called Black. Uh, we start out with the road so far, and we get Pat Benatar's heartbreaker playing over it, which is sort of fun. <laughs> um, and then we get a close-up of someone's hands above their head with chains. Uh, the camera pulls back, and we see that it's a woman, and she's bleeding from several wounds. Her name is Dar. She says, I heard the rumors. I said, no, that can't be. A Winchester? One of us, but it's true, isn't it? Whatever soul you had, whatever Boy Scout code you cuddled up to at night, it's all gone. Leaving what? Look at you. And then the camera kind of swivels around and we see that it's Sam holding a bloody knife and interrogating her. Sam says, where's Crowley? Dar says, eat me sam like nods and smirks at her and then steps forward and <laughs> i will end you <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a little ragey yeah yeah <laughs> um she here he stabs a knife into her stomach sam says one more time where's crowley and sam twists the blade and Dar groans in pain i don't know if i said this already but she's a demon <laughs> is she <laughs> a crossroads demon i don't remember
0: Probably, stay, right? I okay. would assume so If he was yeah. able to like summon her And they're like outside somewhere you know. Yeah
1: right okay I thought I wrote that down But okay she's a demon He's not just like stabbing an innocent woman No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so Dar says I don't know And Sam says then you're going to call somebody who does And then Sam cuts Dar's neck Kind of shallowly And holds a cup up to catch the blood Dar says no one knows They won't answer Sam says make the call Dar says, we're under orders. Sam says, make the call. Dar starts crying and says, please. Sam drops the cup and grabs Dar's face and screams at her,
0: where's my brother?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. He said it. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where is my brother?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then we get our opening title sequence. So we cut to the bunker. Sam's on the phone with someone named Mike. On the table are books titled "Demonic Possession" and "Rituals of Human Possession," and there's stacks of like files and papers on the di- on the bleh, on the desk. Uh, into the phone, Sam says, "Right, right. So no noticeable crop failures. Crop failures is how you actually pronounce that. <laughs> um, no mass cattle deaths. Nothing." Mike on the phone says, "No, nothing on the radar. Nothing on the scope. I'd say that's a good thing." Sam says, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. I hear you, Mike, thanks. That is a good thing. All right, well, keep me posted if anything does pop up. Mike says, all right, watch yourself, Sam. Sam says, I will. You got it, thanks. Sam hangs up, and we see that he has a sling on his right arm. Um, Which, did we ever find out what happened to that? Um, I if they say it in this episode, and I just totally forgot.
0: They oh. say... <sighs> they how much <laughs> they what? reference it okay. but they don't say what happens in this episode so like, like why they like, like kind of say what happens but also not really you know okay. so i don't and i don't remember if it like gets brought up later like what actually happened okay yeah i yeah. don't
1: remember either i wonder like is this like jared having an injury injury and they just need to like explain it on the episode or is like sam supposed to have the energy energy wow okay
0: <laughs> okay do you know like is it uh i don't know it might be in the interesting facts but okay i i, get I don't in know there. yeah yeah <laughs> all right so
1: uh we cut to sam researching crop conditions on his laptop uh some time passes and sam uh, opens the door to dean's bedroom and turns on the light He picks up a folded note from Dean's pillow, which reads, Sammy, let me go. Uh, So we cut to Sam in the kitchen with breakfast and a cup of coffee. Uh, He's still researching on his laptop. He finds an article that reads, Missing Ohio Man Found Slain in Wisconsin. He grabs his phone and then we cut to a crappy motel room. Uh, Cass is lying in a bed, uh, half wearing a robe. Thank you. (laughs) His phone lights up and starts to vibrate on the nightstand next to him. Cass picks up and says, Sam, hello. Sam says, I think I might have found something. Cass says, Oh, good, good. And then he starts to cough. Sam says, Cass, you there? Cass says, It's okay. I'm uh I'm okay. Go on. And then he coughs some more. Sam says, All right, get this. A John Doe who was murdered in Wisconsin a week ago, turns out to be this guy named Drew Neely, who went missing from religious order in northern Ohio. Okay? Cass, like, coughs some more and is like, yeah. Sam says, now, Drew Neely has been missing for three years. Killed his wife, his kids, just disappeared. I know it's thin, but if this guy was possessed, Cass says, that would make him the first. And then he has another coughing fit. Sam says, the first lead, the first anything we've seen in. But Sam stops because Cass keeps coughing. Cass says, sorry. Sam says, "Actually, you know what? Now that I'm looking at this more, I think uh, I think I jumped the gun here, buddy." Cass says, "No, Sam, you said it was something." Sam says, "Yeah, uh, it's not. I was wrong. Sorry." Cass says, "I can help." Sam says, "Cass, we tried that." Cass says, "Sam, you can't blame what that demon did to your shoulder on me. You were out of okay, so that's where he got an injury. Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Sam says, "I'm not. I'm not blaming anything on you. What happened happened." And you need to be worrying about yourself. I really shouldn't have bothered you. Cass pauses and says, how are you, Sam? Sam says, good. I'm all right. I'm just tired. You know, be better when we get him back after after I kick his butt. <laughs> Cass says, I miss him. Sam says, yeah. <laughs> Cass says, why would he just disappear? Sam says, who says he has a... He, bleh, bleh. Okay, I'm going to start that over. <laughs> I'm off to a rough start here.
0: You're good. Okay. <laughs> I'm never
1: any better. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Sam says, who says he had a choice? Cass says, well, then, who wrote the note? If there's any chance, any chance at all, that Dean is still, Sam says, still even remotely Dean. Then Sam hangs up the phone uh, and we cut to the song, I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see Dean singing karaoke. So I was watching very badly, by the way. <laughs> you know, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not like, good. Like, so like the crowd is like booing him, but I'm like, I've seen way worse karaoke. Like,
0: oh no, for sure, but it's still not, not bad. bad, and you it's know?
1: still like an enjoyable song if someone's going to be campy about it. You know what I mean? I was watching this episode with Killian, um, and he, so this part came on, and he was like listening to the lyrics, and he was like, why is he singing this song? <laughs> and I was like. Because it it's a good song. And he just looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, <laughs> this is not a good song. I'm just like, mm, okay. Like, you
0: don't get it yet. It's fine.
1: <laughs> you don't understand.
0: Okay. <laughs> it was cute, though. Okay, so. Actually, um, well, later on, though, too, it, like, kind of implies that he's been singing this song over and over and over again at the same place. And everybody's like, dear God, be done. You know? <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know? <laughs> Okay,
1: so the crowd is booing, uh, but Dean doesn't care. He smiles at a waitress named Anne-Marie. She smiles at him as she walks by. And we see Crowley sitting at a table in the bar talking to two other dudes. Dean keeps singing. A girl in the crowd yells, turn it off! Dean takes a swig from his beer bottle and yells, everybody! (laughs) And then we cut to Dean in a bed rolling off of Anne-Marie. They seem very satisfied. (laughs) Anne-Marie says, Okay. Wow. What time is it? Daryl's going to kill me if I'm late for my break again. (laughs) Dean looks at the clock and says, oops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not sorry. (laughs) sorry.
1: Anne-Marie sits up and like hurriedly gets dressed. She says, damn, I told you to hurry it up. But then you had to go and do that thing with the thing. Dean says, oh, you mean that thing that you were begging me for? Anne-Marie says, begging you to hurry it up, maybe. Dean says, well, let's not argue about good sex. Anne Marie says, it was good, wasn't it? Dean says, Mm-hmm. Just uh don't get too excited, you know, or too attached, because I'm just rolling through. <laughs> a, oh my god. What an asshole. <laughs> like, wow. Really? You have to try to be that hard of an asshole. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anne Marie says, you know, there's about a million other ways you could have said that. <laughs> like her i honestly yeah. like her like yeah. <laughs> yeah okay uh the door suddenly opens and it's crowley looking annoyed dean says whoa crowley says whoa what's going on here <laughs> dean says what's it look like crowley says in my bed <laughs> dean, says, <It> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> dean says what?" Dean says, and he looks around and shrugs and says oh yeah <laughs> crowley says jerk <laughs> dean says bitch and like and I get mad. That's not okay. That's yes. not okay. Like that. I think that is the most upsetting thing about this episode. Was yep. like that moment. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What gives you the right, buddy? Like, no. You have no right. Yeah. yeah. I was a little like, I like, I like clenched everything when you did that. I was like, oh, something's wrong. This is not okay. Yuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Anne Marie says, "Get a room, you two. Crowley says, "Had a room." Until you two soiled it. <laughs> Anne-Marie says, love you, Crowley. Crowley says, love you more, sweetheart. Anne-Marie says, Anne-Marie, jackass. Crowley says, knew that. <laughs> I kind of like their banter. Like, that's cute. Yeah. But don't like about it. That's not okay. No. Um, so, Dean stands up um, after putting on just a shirt and says, hey. Crowley says, pants. No, <laughs> like, uh, dude. <laughs> I know. You don't like it. Dean rolls his eyes and puts on some pants. So we cut to Dean and Crowley playing foosball against two other guys in the bar. Crowley says, "Best of 3, loser buys the beer." Dean says, "Lots of beer." Crowley says to Dean, "Girl seems nice, slightly damaged. I can see the old you falling for that." Dean says, "Yeah, well, not to worry. She means nothing." Crowley says, "Good, good, cuz you and I, we're rolling stones. No distractions." And then he said, they're playing foosball, and he says, lock it down, lock it down. Dean says, stop talking. Crowley says, you're podging it. <laughs> the other two <laughs> and Dean says, ah, if you'd shut up, keep talking. I can't play the game. Uh, Dean is suddenly <laughs> distracted by a man named Matt grabbing Anne-Marie and dragging her out of the bar. Dean and Crowley follow them outside. The man is being pretty rough with her. Anne-Marie says, get off me. Man said man, Matt says, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Anne-Marie says, you need to calm down. Matt says, where were you? Anne-Marie says, stop it. Dean approaches them and says, hey, is this him? Matt says, is there a problem? Dean says, yeah, are you Matt? Then Dean grabs him and throws them on the hood of a car and starts punching him. Anne-Marie says, Dean. Dean says, you need to get away from here. Don't try and contact her. In fact, don't even think about her. You understand me? Uh, Dean continues to punch the guy until he's barely conscious. He then turns to Marie and gives her a look as he walks back inside with Crowley. So we cut to Cass, who is still laying in bed. There's a knock on the door. Cass yells, "Just a moment!" Uh, he opens the door. He's wearing a robe, but it's like not tied clothes. Like it is. <laughs> open.
0: Uh-huh. It's like, um, whoa, buddy.
1: <laughs> and the angel Hannah is there. Hannah says, "Cassiel," and she seems a bit, uh, weird. I guess is the word about his lack of clothing. <laughs> uh, Cass says Hannah I'm sensing awkwardness <laughs>
0: <She> <laughs> I think this lets, just got weird
1: <laughs> Yeah, <that's> weird. yeah <laughs> she, motion, she motions with her eyes To his open robe and he like quickly Pulls it together <laughs> um, We cut to Cass getting dressed and Hannah Talking about the state of heaven Cass says so there's no No leader you're governing Yourselves Hannah says Mostly there's a lot of meetings On rebuilding and reorganization Lots of reconciliation. Cass says, and Metatron? Hannah says, still in jail. His door has been made permanent. I would have thought we'd seen you sooner. Cass says, I would have come sooner, but... Hannah says, I'm glad you didn't. You see, I I need your help. Heaven needs your help. Cass says, anything. Hannah says, most of the angels who fell during the fall have returned to heaven. You have not. Some out and out refuse. Rogues. Two of them have killed one of our own for only attempting to bring them back home. Cass says, who were they? Hannah says, Daniel and Adina, they must be found. They must be brought home and they must be punished for the sake of all. Will you help me?
0: Cass says, yes. Um, She drives me nuts a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Like, she's way too much into punishing people. (laughs) I think
1: she's really like Hannah, but I just, like, I don't really see the problem. Why do you care if two angels want to stay? Like...
0: Yeah. Why does like that what, matter? What's it hurting? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I don't I don't even understand the point. Like they don't want to be there. They're not gonna be a fun time. They're not gonna follow your orders on whatever you're doing. Like
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> why is it why is it even a thing? I don't know. Also casting like anything like, do... any, yeah, casting like anything, like I'll do anything for heaven. Like really, like how has that worked out for you? Also yeah. <laughs> you don't do anything for heaven. Like you know yeah. like what do you, okay. Anyway. <laughs> I found that whole thing a little weird. but um, yeah. okay. So we cut to Sam entering a police station with an officer. The officer says, appreciate you coming down, agent, but I'm afraid you may have just cost Uncle Sam a tank of gas. Sam says, oh, is that? The officer says, you came up here to investigate Drew Neely's murder, right? Sam says, right. The officer says, problem is, no one's certain it was a murder at all. Sam says, okay, then what are we dealing with here? A suicide? The officer says, Self-defense, most likely. Uh, The surveillance footage was corrupted. Our techies finally managed to clean up the file. Hold on a sec now. Uh, We cut to Dean exiting the bar, which is called the Black Spur. (laughs) Uh, Kind of a cool name. I like it. it. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, Someone is watching him, but but he doesn't see them. Um, He says uh, to the unseen spectator, uh, we can do this however you want. Don't pretend I didn't see you this afternoon. Did you get a good look? You see my moves? I hope so, because I sure can see the competition.
0: (laughs) Did you see my moves?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So a man steps out into the open to face Dean. Uh, We cut back to the police station. Sam and the officer are on a computer. The officer says, that John Doe right there is the one you want to keep your eye on. Uh, The surveillance footage starts, and Sam sees Dean in a gas station reading a magazine. I'm pretty sure it's Bestie Asian Beauties probably (laughs) um the surveillance oh wait no that's right sam says son of a bitch the officer says watch uh we cut back to dean and the man dean says well all you abaddon groupies are the same you know that you the douche that jumped me at the gas station you can't just can't accept wait wait that's not what he says he says you can't just accept that the queen is dead now can you the man says, Maybe we just can't accept that a douche like you is the one who killed her. Dean says, Ah, yeah, that's got to hurt, doesn't it? Uh, Dean takes out the first blade from under his jacket, and the man's eyes flash black. Flash black. Sorry, I don't My voice like cut out there. Um, <laughs> okay, we cut back to the police station. The officer says, Okay, now porn guy's just minding his own business. And there's Drew Neely. See the knife? Sam says, Yeah. The officer says, "That's intent right there." Now watch this. Um, and then here we get kind of a weird back and forth between like Sam with this officer and Dean with the guy. Um, Sam watches Drew Neely jump. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not right. Sam watches uh, Drew Neely jump Dean in the surveillance footage at the same time as the we see the demon jump Dean outside the bar. Uh, both are instantly killed by the first blade. Uh, We're with Sam now. The officer says, looks like a cutlass or something. I don't know what the hell that is. Problem is, we don't know if this guy's a hero or a psychopath. The officer stops the tape on a close-up of Dean's face. Uh, Sam, like, just stares at Dean's image. The officer says, that's the image that's getting uploaded to the wires. Sam says, detective, do you mind if I uh, take another look at this? The officer says, knock yourself out. I'll be back in a few. Sam says, all right. Uh, And then... Uh, the officer walks away. Uh, Sam rewinds the tape and slowly goes frame by frame on the close-up of Dean. He looks shocked when D's, Dean's eyes flash to black. Then Sammy gets really pissed off.
0: I don't know why he would be so shocked though. Well, he didn't know. Like, Well, no, but like okay, know, like, Sammy if you're, you're looking go, for but... Crowley because he's the one that stole your brother. I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily make the leap to
1: like Dean's a demon now. You know what I mean?
0: No, but I would. I expect mean, like, it would be a possibility. Related at the very least,
1: yeah. you know. I don't know. I would be. I would be shocked too, honestly. Like, even if I was like, that's maybe a possibility amongst like these, you know, few things that could have happened. I would still be surprised. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we cut to a man working out hard in his house. His wife and son eat breakfast at the table in the other room. The fax come in comes in in the office, um, and the son brings it to his dad. Um, The guy's name is Cole. Uh, His son says, facts, dad. Cole says, who's it from, buddy? Son says, doesn't say. There's a picture. Cole says, thanks a lot, bud. His wife says, is it him? Cole looks at the surveillance picture of Dean and then up at his wife. Uh, She begins to cry, which is not a good sign. (laughs) Cole uh, begins to pack up a buttload of weapons into a military duffel bag. So we cut to Hannah and Cass pulling over at the side of a highway. They get out of the car. Cass says, I didn't know angels could get nauseous. Hannah says, I just need a moment. Cass says, it's my fault. I'll take the curves faster.
0: (laughs) Because that's exactly what you want to do in that situation. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah says, and you, Castiel,
1: you're feeling well? Cass says, oh, yes, like a million dollars. Uh, but it's obvious that he's doing quite badly.
0: Hannah <laughs> he's just says. just like, uh-huh, i good. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Hannah says, that's not true. Cass says, it's my truth. Which, like, <laughs> okay, Karen, like, what? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Hannah says, <laughs> when you left heaven, your borrowed grace was failing. By the looks of you, you've only gotten worse. Cass says, I'm fine. Hannah says, you're dying, Castile. You need more grace. Cass says. And we have a mission in front of us that supersedes my needs, all of our needs. Don't you agree? I don't agree, Castillo. That's weird. Why do you think getting two rogue angels supersedes your health? Like what? No. Yeah, I don't a know. Huge
0: mission. Like I, I think know. he's just trying to like do be anything. relevant. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. Um, he says, "Don't you agree? You're a good soldier, Hannah, and one of the best. Metatron certainly could have not been brought to heel without your bravery." Hannah says, or yours. You must take care of yourself, Castiel. Cass says, and another angel should die so that I can be saved? Is this really that hard to understand? Hannah says, uh, she gets back in the car and says, I'm feeling better now. (laughs) So (laughs) we cut to Sam. Uh, He's questioning the attendant named Mickey at the gas and sip that Dean killed the demon in. Uh, Mickey says, oh, yeah, porn guy was an animal. Bro came at him like, what? And he was all like, what? what? Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> and, there, and there was a lot of blood. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Sam says, right. Uh, when the guy, uh, when porn guy came in, did he say anything? <laughs> Mickey says, where's the porn? Sam says, that's all he said? Did he buy anything? Did he, did he use a credit card? Nothing. Uh, but Mickey <laughs> just stares blankly at Sam. Sam says, so some guy comes in, kills another guy in your store on your watch, and you just, you what? Just keep on keeping on? (laughs) Mickey says, you mean when porn guy was stabbing the other guy to death 10 feet in front of me, and I was having a total code brown moment in my favorite freaking pants because I thought I was next? Did I conduct a field interview? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> i mean that's fair that's you know totally totally fair yeah <laughs> then mickey pulls out a phone from behind the counter and says oh hey uh can you do me a solid found this wedge under the TV." He, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he
0: did did <laughs>
1: yeah, that's pretty funny okay i did not could not connect that <laughs> when i was doing these notes that's hilarious
0: i don't know if that was supposed to be connected but like <laughs> i mean <yeah. laughs>
2: uh,
1: he says found the spudge under the teepee i think it's the dead guy's phone and uh if you're heading back to the station uh so we cut to sam outside the gas and sip scrolling through drew neely's phone he pulls up a text message that reads winchester amherst junction wisconsin gas and sip uh know what this says. b slash w does that mean mm, i don't, know, what that I, means. I don't okay. know it says uh 11 a.m to 12 p.m long live abaddon uh so sam calls the number uh we cut to a what am i doing oh no that doesn't make sense uh anyway we cut to crowley uh his phone rings and as he watches dean play darts in the bar he looks at the id and then picks it up crowley says you're dead Sam says, "Nope, just using a dead man's phone." Carly says, "Moose, took you long enough. Your brother and I were beginning to wonder if you'd hit another dog, you know." <laughs> blow, 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 buddy. Blow. <laughs> oh, not cool. <laughs> not cool. See, I I think it's so funny that like from like whenever that's referenced by other characters in the show, it's always about the dog. And then like people like the you know the fandom when they talk about that, they talk about like, oh, I hate Amelia. Like it's just funny that they're like a dog. And like, no, yeah, what? like, why? Okay. <laughs> he
0: got distracted <laughs> because yeah. of a dog.
1: I know. I just I don't know. <sighs> don't give him shit about the dog. Give him shit about Amelia. Like, yeah, weird. I just think that's weird. Okay. I think
0: that that's just like a way to avoid saying Amelia, you know? Yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. Uh, Sam says, my brother is dead, Crowley. I know you have some freaking demon parading around in his meat suit. And trust me, you're going to pay for that. Crowley says, Moose, Moose, I'm afraid you haven't allowed yourself to dream quite big enough here. Your brother is very much alive, courtesy of the Mark, and the only demonized soul inside of Dean is his and his alone. We bit more twisted, a little more mangled beyond human recognition, but I can assure you, all his. There, now, feel better? Sam says, and the uh, Abaddon supporters you've been sending to kill my brother, how does Dean feel about that double cross? Crowley says, If that's what you think is happening, then you're more out of your depths than I thought. Sam says, I don't know how you did this. What kind of black magic stunt you pulled. But hear me. I will save my brother or die trying. Crowley says, you know what tickles me about all this? It's what's what's really eating you up. You don't care that he's a demon. Heck, you've been a demon. We've all been demons.
0: We've (laughs) all (laughs) been demons.
1: He says, no, it's that he's with me and he's having the time of his life. You can't stand the fact that he's mine. Sam says, he's not your pet. (laughs) Crowley says, my pet? He's my best friend, my partner in crime. They'll write songs about us, graphic novels, the misadventures of Crowley and Squirrel. Dean Winchester completes me, and that's what makes you lose your chickens.
0: I love that whole speech right there. That was great. Yep. <laughs> you lose your chickens.
1: <laughs> Sam says, I'm going to find you. I'm going to save my brother, and then I'm going to kill you dead. <laughs> Crowley says, well, that's the operative phase, isn't it? Find you. Good luck with that. Crowley hangs up the phone, um, and Sam lays the phone down next to his own on the hood of the car, and we see that Sam's phone has traced the call. It shows that they are at the Black Spur in North Dakota. Uh, so we cut to Cass and Hannah pulling up to a campsite. They get out and find Daniel fishing in the river. Cass says, Daniel, what are you fishing for? Daniel says, trout, mostly. They do love a good curly-tailed grub. The trick is to find that special spot just outside the run where the big ones, the smart ones, are holding low. I have no idea anything he just said. Like Everything I just read, I did not understand, but that's fine. Yeah, it's the I type of yeah. bait that the
0: fish like. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs>
1: Cass says, do they, do they put up much of a fight? Daniel says, the ones who truly want to be free? They do. You are here about our brother who died. Cass says, does that surprise you? Daniel says, I can assure you, had he just left us alone, no one would have been harmed. Hannah says, his orders were to not leave you alone, and you killed him. Daniel says, and Heaven sends two more. What is it about us angels that we can't seem to get the message? Hannah says, perhaps it is you who has failed to get the message. All of us serve at heaven's command. Daniel says, I suppose so. But that was before the fall, wasn't it? Hannah says, you are an angel once and forever. Daniel says, dropped unwillingly, unknowingly into a strange land. A land that, as it turns out, celebrates the free, the individual. For the first time in thousands of years, I have choices. And with each choice, I begin to discover who I truly am. Hannah says, this is nonsense. Daniel says, because they don't teach you this in heaven, perhaps they should. They wouldn't understand why it's worth fighting for. Hannah pulls out her angel blade and says, he's taunting us. He's being mean. I know, like all of that was just ridiculous. But Cass mm-hmm. says, and then what? We kill him? Hannah says, or he kills us. There are orders. Cass says, and there is time. Hannah says, to hear more of this? Cass says, to convince him to do the right thing. Besides, Hannah, we still don't even know where the other one is. The woman. Daniel says, you'll have to stay for sunset. Nighttime around here is a revelation. So we cut to Dean uh, sitting at the bar with Crowley. Dean says, you sent those demons to kill me? Crowley says, to keep you sharp. Dean says, really? Crowley says, if it wasn't for me throwing demon chum your way, what do you think would have happened? The mark needs to be sated. Otherwise, Dean says, otherwise I turn into a demon. Yeah, yeah, I sort of got that six weeks ago. Crowley says, just trying to help. Dean says, you lied. Crowley says, who do you think you're talking to here? Does the Tin Man have a sheet metal willy? Of course I lied. (laughs)
0: Okay, like, what? (laughs) What? I I don't think he has one. (laughs) I would assume that the Tin Man does not, in fact, have... I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Are you sure he's willy Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> okay. So Dean gets up and says, okay. Crowley says, hey, sit down. Sit. But Dean just stares at him. Crowley says, I needed to keep you sharp for our future, about which we need to talk. Dean says, our future. Crowley says, our professional future. How to put this? If I have to spend one more night in this fetid is it fetid, Fetid?" Fetid, I think. I don't know. Okay. In this fetid Petri dish of Broken Dreams and BO, I will cut off my own face. (laughs) He's a little bit dramatic. (laughs) Dean sits back down and says, I don't know what you're talking about because I'm good. Hell, I'm great. Crowley says, really? How many suicide wings can you eat? And how many one-hit wonders can you karaoke to death? Dean says, okay, see, the deal was we howl at the moon. No time stamp. No expiration date. Carly says, we've howled, we've bayed, we've done extraordinary things to triplets, all of which has been massively entertaining. I will treasure our Flickr albums forever. But now it's time for us to accept what we are and go back to work. Flicker, <laughs> I know, right? Uh. Dean says, pass. Crowley says, think of it. The king of hell, Dean Winchester by his side. Together we rule. Together we create the perfect hell. And all of this that's bloomed between us never ends. We're not ending the party. We're just moving the party. Out with the club circuit, in with the stadium tour. Oh, did I forget to mention? I spoke to Moose earlier. Dean says, what? Crowley says, yes. Uh, Apparently, he's been tracking us for some time now. He's got my text from the cell of that demon that you stabbed in. Blah, blah, blah. It was words were spoken. Emotions. I realize, in retrospect, perhaps too many words. Too many emotions. Dean says, he traced the call. Crowley says, my bad. I guess he will be here by morning, the latest. Dean says, you sold me out. Well, that's just lovely. Crowley says, I don't know what's going on with you. I truly don't. But I've had just about enough of it. Sold you out? Try doing you a favor. Everything I've done for you the past six months, the mark, the first blade, midwifing you back to life, offering you a seat <laughs> by my side, has been a favor, a gift, whether you see it or you don't take the night decide you know where to find me so we cut to Sam driving down the road at night Uh, suddenly his car dies he pulls the car over to the side and gets out he struggles to open the hood uh, with one arm Uh, another car pulls up behind him and Cole gets out and walks up to Sam Cole says hey need some help Sam says uh yeah I think so it just died on me Cole says out here Sam says yeah Cole says, your ride really has it out for you, huh? Sam says, I guess so. Cole motions at the hood and says, give you a hand with that? Sam says, yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Cole lifts up the hood and says, ah, these new cars and their computerized brains, huh? One zero out of place and the whole thing just goes kaput. Well, right there. That's your problem. Uh, Sam says, what the hell is that? Cole says, well, that's a kill switch. This here is the remote. And he holds it up in his hand. Sam tries to defend himself, but his right arm is in a sling and he isn't fast enough to avoid Cole's punch, which, of course, knocks him out. (laughs) Because he's always getting knocked out. I know. Poor guy. (laughs) Yeah. Cole says, guessing you're a righty. So we cut to Dean, again singing karaoke badly while drinking. The crowd yells, tone deaf, awful, enough. (laughs) Dean says, you all suck. (laughs) Uh, Security comes to take him off the stage. And Dean knocks him out. Uh, So we cut to Dean waking up in a bed, still hammered. Anne-Marie tries to hand him a glass of water. She says, drink, tough guy. Dean pushes the glass away and says, nah, I'm good. Anne-Marie says, your funeral. Dean says, "Mm." hmm. Anne-Marie says, what? Dean says, let's go somewhere, you and me. Anne-Marie says, we are somewhere. Dean says, no, somewhere else. Anne Marie says, (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, or no, Anne-Marie says, sweetie, we barely know each other, and you're drunk. Dean says, Yeah, but I I protected your honor, didn't I? Anne-Marie says, Yeah, I thought so too. Seeing you take on Matt, I was like, Wow, no one's ever done that for me before. But then you kept going and going, and I realized whatever is going on with you has nothing to do with my honor at all. Dean says, hmm, you got all that from a bar fight. Wow, you're good. Anne-Marie says, I wait tables at a roadhouse. I meet the bad guys. I meet the good guys. And maybe for a second there, I thought you were a good guy playing bad. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're just, Dean says, the kind of guy who sleeps with every skank in every small town dive that he passes through. Well, you really do know how to read people because that sure as hell sounds like me. Anne-Marie says, now, see, I'm screwed up so screwed up myself I'm gonna walk out of here thinking I actually deserve that and she walks away I like her yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh so we cut to Cass Hannah and Daniel sitting around a campfire Daniel says what I'll never understand is why angels won't acknowledge the wisdom to be found down here Hannah says what wisdom is to be gained from humans Daniel says I'm not speaking to you Hannah says, "Do
0: you understand?" <laughs> I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: talking to him. Hannah <laughs> says, "Do you understand what he's fine?" But if you are to be free, that is to be cited by the angels. Daniel says, "That's the angelic irony." Um. Uh. What's this girl's name? I wrote her. Oh, Adina. I wrote her name weirdly. Doesn't look right. Okay. Adina, the other angel, joins them and says, "We're not going back there. Not ever." Daniel says, "Adina, this is Hannah and Castiel." Stow the blade, please. Adina says, when she stows hers. (laughs) Cass says, I know. Cass says, Hannah, what are you doing? Adina says, we'll never get a chance to argue our freedom from a prison cell. Hannah says, you should have thought of that before slaughtering one of your own. Daniel says, no, no. We were talking. We were getting somewhere. Cass says, okay, everybody just... Hannah says, you want to be free? Go ahead. Be free. Cass says, Hannah, stop this. No, Daniel. And they fight. Uh, Hannah gets hurt. Cass kills Daniel. uh, But Adina runs away. Hannah says, we have to get her. Cass says, she's gone. Hannah says, we have to. Cass says, Hannah, it's over. So we cut to Cole leading a blindfolded Sam into a barn. He shoves him into a chair and zip ties his legs to the chair. He takes the hood off Sam's head. Sam's nose is bleeding. And he blinks at the sudden light. Cole says, okay, home sweet home. Breathe. There you go. You good, partner? How's that chicken wing? Sam says, who are you? Cole says, first time I broke my arm, my older brother, Davey, had me riding on the handles of his three-speed. Decided to pop us a wheelie, look real fancy for all the little pretties outside the DQ. Well, we were si- we- blah, blah, blah. well, we were looking mighty good for a little bit. And then, whoop, ass over, TK, little boy. Hurt like a son of a bitch. You're Sam Winchester. I think we can both agree on that. And your older brother, Dean, well, he and I, we go way back. Sam says, you're a hunter. Cole says, sure, yeah, we can go with that. Hunting your brother counts, right? Sam says, I wouldn't do that. Cole says, yeah. Sam says, trust me. Look, buddy, I don't know who you are, all right? I don't know what you want or what my brother did, but if you got any sense, I suggest you tail and run back to that army recruiting ad that you, that spit you out in the first place. <laughs> he's a monster. Yeah. Cole says, well, he was. Yeah, he was many, many moons ago, but now he's prey and I'm the monster now. So we cut to Hannah and Cass talking as they drive away from the campsite. Hannah says, we have to report this. Cass says, and say what? That things got out of control? Another angel has died. Tana says, he was going to kill me, Castiel. Cass says, they just wanted to be left alone. Tana says, without rules, there's chaos. Out of chaos rise angels like Naomi, Bartholomew, Metatron. Cass says, well, perhaps I've been down here with them for too long. There's seemingly nothing but chaos. But not all bad comes from it. Art, hope, love, dreams. Tana says, but those are human things. Cass says, yes. Uh, So we cut to Dean driving the Impala in the dark. Uh, His phone starts to ring beside him. The caller ID says, Sam. He looks at it and then finally answers. Dean says, I left you an open tab at the bar. Knock yourself out. Cole says, well, hell, I just may take you up on that. Dean says, and who is this? Cole says, me? Well, I'm Karma, brother. Dean says, on my brother's phone? Cole says, on your brother's phone. Dean says, is he dead? Cole says, no, not yet. And as long as you show up where I tell you to show up, your brother will be just fine. Dean says, and how do I know he's still alive? Cole holds the phone out to Sam and says, speak. Sam just looks at the phone, but stays silent. Uh, Cole punches Sam in the face, and Sam, like, grunts in pain. Cole says, proof of life. Sam yells, Dean. And there you go. (laughs) Cole says, got a pen? Dean says, no, you listen to me. There's no trade. There's no meetup. There's no nothing, except the 100% guarantee that somewhere down the road I will find you and I will kill you. Cole says, well... then <laughs> My father, prepared to die. <laughs> uh, <yep. laughs> Cole says, well, that'd be a cold comfort to your dead brother. Dean says, I told him to let me go, so whatever jam he's in now, that's his problem. Cole says, yeah, well, I'll be sure to pass it on to him as I'm splitting his throat. Dean says, yeah, you do that, because he knows me. And he knows damn sure that if I am one thing, I'm a man of my word. Dean hangs up the phone
0: and Cole looks stunned. And credits. Okay, so my first thought is that I don't remember. I mean, obviously in this episode, it was like, oh, this thing that the demon did to your shoulder. But like, I don't remember if they like ever touch on that again or if it's just like this vague like, oh, yeah, look, your shoulder, you know, like. I did watch the first
1: couple episodes of the season. I don't know if it's just, like, episode two or if I got through three, maybe even four, because this was some weeks mm-hmm. ago. Um, yeah. But I, they did not in those episodes that I remember anyways. And that was a, mm-hmm. something I was looking for. They did not bring that up. So I wonder if this is just
0: Jared's injury that they tried to sort of just, well, like, eh,
1: you know.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I was reading through the interesting facts. And that is, you know. It is a Jared thing rather than a Sam thing, but like you would think that they would maybe I don't know come up with something a little better for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. Would it was just that. kind of weird, but yeah. I mean, uh, the only other thought that I have is that like Mark Shepard looks like he's lost weight since the last time we saw him on the the screen. I noticed like,
1: that too. Yeah, he looked a little yeah a little thinner.
0: Yeah. I yeah, don't know. I don't remember. Which I mean yeah whatever you know like <laughs> but yeah it was just kind of funny i was like oh he looks like he's lost some weight but that was it
1: yeah yeah
0: no no i don't think he needed to i just looked like he did you know mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so those are really mm-hmm. my only thoughts that i had I yeah, yeah. Have yeah. <laughs> that's okay but, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I your thought, favorite moment? Oh, I, was gonna go
1: say, no, okay. I, I thought it was really fun to see Dean in this episode just being like, you know, whatever. I'm just going to do all the things that I like to do in my free time now that I'm a demon. Like, yeah, you know, get porn from the gas and sip and yeah. go, you know. Sing Being karaoke sing karaoke and drink and eat his suicide wings and getting you know, some fights, you know and have some sex and you know what I mean yeah. just like just like everything that he actually likes to do like he's doing yeah. it as a demon <laughs> and he's just like whatever yeah. this is all I want to do yeah Carly's like okay we got to work and he's like no that's not why I'm how I'm gonna spend my demonness, like yeah like
0: no sorry this is not okay. how this goes <laughs> yeah I liked
1: it. It was fun. It was
0: fun
1: to see. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I like well, it when he's something else, you know, besides himself. So
0: yeah, it's kind of interesting too that like, I mean, because Crowley honestly has like no control over him, and he's like, Dean could in theory end him at any point. Right. <laughs> and yeah. Like, so he's kind of like, let's be buddies, so you won't try and kill me. Also, can you please do this thing? Maybe I not. Think- okay you know like it's just he's kind of like you know I I don't know he's trying to like control him without controlling him and pissing him off you know that's exactly right
1: yeah it's interesting to see Crowley so like I don't know like he's like oh he's my bestie you know we're best friends Mm -hmm. we do these things and like is this what Crowley has always wanted to be with Dean I mean,
0: here's the thing is that I don't necessarily like, I kind of took it in a way of like, yeah, they're besties and they're, or whatever, they're having fun, but like, I don't think they're actually besties. I think Crowley was just saying that they were besties well... because he wanted to get to Sam. Like, I think that he does have like a little bit of like a, you know, friendship ish kind of with Dean, but I wouldn't call them besties. I think mm-hmm. it's just he said besties specifically because. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get to Sam, you know? Yeah. I yeah. I don't know.
1: Like I could see I could see both ways. You know what I mean? Just just because I saw the next episode or maybe the one after that, I don't even remember. Yeah. Where, like, you know, I'll talk about it when it happens. But you see that like yeah. Crowley is definitely has emotions for I I don't mean like romantic in any way, you know yeah. what I mean? But just like yeah. big emotions and like a friend way for him. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay.
0: It As of affected, right now though, like yeah. I think it's kind of more like he's trying to get to Sam more than anything you know
1: I could see that um some years ago I was hanging out with a couple girls that I was working with um for the first time and um I I think we were actually just starting our podcast I don't think we had published anything yet but I remember being like oh I'm you know recording a podcast about the show and they were like what's that show and I was like "Ah, we're gonna watch it I guess right so I watched I watched the first maybe two episodes with them. Um, uh-huh. yes, there was heavy drinking and or edibles involved. But like <laughs> one of the girls she looked at me after like the first or second episode and she was like, Dean's a fuck boy. And I remember being like, How dare you say that about my precious Dean when she said, I mean, on the first couple it's episodes, yeah. I mean, okay, that's fine. But I remember just feeling so like <gasps> how dare you you will suffer you know what I mean <laughs> I said, not my how could deed. you say such things yeah I remember being really like really just like I can't believe you just said that about about my boy like you take it back right now, it's like so. <laughs> how dare you <laughs> Yeah. You know, and then I thought I had that thought again like everyone not every single person on the show but most of them have a Interested a different relationship with Dean than they do with Sam. You know what I mean? Like yeah. most mm-hmm. of the characters are more better friends or just have a better connection or just what we're shown as viewers, you know, mm-hmm. with Dean. And so it's yeah. kind of sad for Sam. Like everybody, like tell me one person who's more Sam that isn't like someone he's had
0: sex with and then dies. Or- <laughs> well, I think with like with Dean, he's like, I think part of it is that I think to a certain extent, some people kind of want approval from Dean because he's, like, he's not the boss, but he's, like, the older brother, and he's kind of sort of the one in charge, you know? And he's a little more opinionated, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, have like...
1: More, like, understanding, and you know that you're going to be able to have, like, a whatever conversation with him is going to be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you'll yeah. understand where you're coming from. You'll understand where he's coming from. But to me, that means, like, that's an easier person to be friends with. You know what I mean? See... Sam, to me,
0: is, like, a little too emotional sometimes, I think, for the characters. Like, not emotional. Like, it's... I'm I'm trying to, like, a... How do I describe... Like... (laughs) I think in all
1: the situations... He doesn't seem as stable. okay. I mean, I think that is... Dean's a little more bullheaded than Sam in that way. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like... yeah. I don't know. I think I think if I was in those situations that they're obviously that's never gonna happen, maybe, but like <laughs> <laughs> um but like I would probably be way more Sam about everything than than Dean. You know what I mean? Like I'm pretty sure I would Yeah. I think I don't but know. I feel like that I identify more with Sam. Not that he's you know you know,
0: I think I do, well, just in, like, if you think about stuff. it, like most hunters have not gone to college and done all these different things. Like, the, I feel like a lot of hunters and stuff in general don't really have a way to relate to Sam, where they can that makes relate.
1: A lot of sense. Me. Okay.
0: You know, like mm. just in general. Like, not that Dean's not easy to get along. Or Dean, that Sam isn't easy to get along with, but like Dean is more relatable, even though he's kind of a little bit rougher and like doesn't really mm-hmm. like screw your emotions a little bit like not really but kind of you know like <laughs> that's kind that's of so how funny. i
1: see sam is way more relatable that's really funny i mean i it, i just think the whole thing is interesting because sam is supposed to be your main character you yeah i mean but you have all these relationships that have been developed just in friendship ways of course yeah like with dean you know what i mean yeah
0: they're well and that's the thing is much. like sam is more relatable to you yeah. but as like hunters mm-hmm. Dean would be more relatable. Yeah, you're right about that. And most of the people that they hang out with are hunters, you know, like (laughs) yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, eh, Uh that's that's the best I got. But (laughs) um, what was your favorite moment from this episode?
1: Um, well, I loved Crowley in this episode. I love, it. Yeah. Um, but, um, specifically, I love the part where he's he's I think he's on the phone with Sam and um, I'll just I'll read you everything he says because I can't really paraphrase but <laughs> Crowley says you know what tickles me about all this it's what's really eating you up you don't care that he's a demon heck you've been a demon we've all been demons <laughs> no it's that he's with me and he's having the time of his life you can't stand the fact that he's mine and then Sam says he's not your pet and Crowley says my pet He's my best friend, my private the tribes. He'll write songs about us, graphic novels, the misadventures of Crowley and Squirrel. Dean Winchester completes me. And that's what and that's what makes you lose your chickens. <laughs> everything about that is lovely. I, I love it. Like they're gonna write songs. Yeah. No. They'll make graphic novels. Like,
0: really? <laughs>
1: That's adorable. I don't know. All of it was just it really, it really made me happy.
0: It'll be the romance of a century. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just thought that was so cute. And it does get to Sam. And it's just, it's adorable. Yeah. All of it's good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite moment? Um, Well, that and then also the Castiel moment where he's like, I didn't know that angels could get nauseous. I'm going to take the curves faster next time. Like, you know, yeah. like, he has no concept. Like, it's all buddy. You
1: know, like, There's yeah, going to be some Dramamine everywhere. Come on.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, like, my second favorite moment was when Cass had his, like, open robe for Hannah. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm sensing awkwardness or whatever you said. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one, too. But my I think my other other than the, you know, Crowley and Squirrel situation, I think the I'm going to take the curves faster, you know, like, yeah, Yeah, that was really you missed the mark Mm -hmm. someone (laughs) who gets very motion sick. Like,
1: I think that like. Maybe he just meant like that'll make the ride shorter. Like you're not gonna be less like nauseous, but like you're still gonna be it'll go it'll get
0: done with sooner.
1: So maybe that's the See, only place in my brain with that. Maybe that's what he was going for.
0: That's no the way that I took it was more of like a Oh, well, I didn't know we could get motion sick, so and we were going slow, so I'll go faster next time, and that'll yeah. make it better, you know? And as far as, like, a, this won't make us as nauseous way if I go mm-hmm. faster, rather than, like, it'll be over faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, all that
1: reminded me of, I was at, um we were staying at my dad's in Longview, and Eric and I went into town for a movie. And we came back, it was, that mm-hmm. what movie was it? It was a, it was a found footage movie. I don't remember which one, but, so, it's just all handheld camera. Which makes me no. incredibly motion sick. So I like drama-made up for it. I got. Yeah. I, don't, I wish I remember what movie this is. A long time ago, but um, I I got like three fourths of the way through the movie and then I couldn't do it anymore. I was just like, yeah. I feel awful. Like I I've done all I can. So we left, <laughs> which really bummed mm-hmm. me out. And then that road back to my dad's is like. 15 minutes on like windy, windy, like yeah, top of hill roads up and down. It's all curved. It's just, oh, and it's like 30 yeah. miles per hour. And you can't even go that fast on that part, you know? Like, yeah. The, and I just remember, like, I am dying and just being like, hurry up, like, just make it go faster. Like, yeah, it's not going to make me worse at this point. Like, just get it done with. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. So that, that's what it reminded me.
1: Just, I need to stop this madness. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't think, I mean, like, I get motion sick, but, like, to me, part of it is the visual, but also part of it is, like, the feeling of hitting the corners that fast, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I think most of it is visual. Because so, when I do, like, when I do start to feel motion sick. If I, like, close my eyes, that makes it better. And, like, the movement doesn't really help, but at least it's not, like, going to get worse as, like, when it does when I have my eyes open, you know? Yeah, for <laughs> So, sure. like, Travis always knows when I'm starting to get motion sick because I'll just sit there and I'll, like, got my eyes closed and I'm like, okay, okay, you know? like. But also, like, hey... He's one of those that's like, let's go all over the place. Oh, <laughs> it's just yeah. like,
1: oh, God.
0: <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Remind me never to drive with Travis. <laughs> Slow down, you know, like, and it's not bad as long as there's not, like, windy roads that we have to go on. If there's yeah. windy roads, then good luck. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, normally, like, windy roads are, like, as long as I'm in the front seat, I'm good. Like, I don't need to be driving, like, just in the passenger seat is fine. Unless I have to, like, read a text or, like, text somebody, then I'm done. Like, Oh, yeah, no, I can't do that. And then I'll text this person back in half an hour, like... Yeah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Which is annoying. But, like, once I've started, like, the motion sickness has started, like, closing my eyes doesn't help if I can feel it. Like, if
0: we're doing the, you know what I
1: mean? Like, the yeah. like, Windy roads thing, then that...
0: I don't think it, like... See, for me, it doesn't really help. It just makes it not get as... Like, it just, like, isn't worse, necessarily, like... It just, like, stays at that level. Yeah, yeah. so... I've I never know. gotten
1: motion sick while driving, though,
0: so. No, I don't, I haven't either. Ah, am I windy right now? There's been a couple of times where I've been, it, the one that gets me the worst is when you're on, like, windy roads and stuff, and there's, like, it's sunny, and so you've got a lot of, like, the shadows and light and shadows and light, and it's, like, the flickering. Oh, yeah. That's what gets me. And so I've had a couple of times where that's happened when I was driving, and, like, that did kind of make me a little bit, like, but, like, not bad at all. It was... That makes me feel yucky. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. There's something about, like, when you're the one that's in control of the vehicle. And also, like, I think part of it is a control thing, because you can, like, you know, change it if you want to, but, like you know how to drive to not make yourself sick, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Weird.
1: I've never gotten motion sick on a boat, which I'm very thankful for. I've never been on a big,
0: like, cruise ship, though. I've only been on, like... The cruise ships aren't... Well, so the only time I've ever been motion sick on any sort of, you know, sea vehicle (laughs) was on a cruise ship. But it was because we were really far out. So I've discovered that on cruise ships, like I can do cruises. That's fine. They have to be closer to shore because like the little waves and everything doesn't bother me, but the constant like big rolling waves, that's what gets me. And so like the last time we were on a cruise as a family, we went to like Mexico and we did all the, like, you know, the first half of it was like, you know, a port and then maybe a day at sea and then a port and then a port, that sort of thing. And so like, you're kind of like close to shore the whole time um until you went back and so you just literally turned around, went out to sea and then drove up, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> and like oh three days of just non stop huge rolling like that got to me. I did not get sick, but like it was not
2: yeah, It wasn't good.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I I've never yeah, I don't think I've ever I'm gonna go on a cruise like that's something like that I considered doing when I was younger but now that I'm you know old and afraid of everything like I am worried about you're gonna laugh at this but
0: pirates <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing
1: <laughs> you know johnny depp or anything like i mean yeah. real actual that would How be a welcome just, pirate I, it doesn't matter well i actually don't like johnny depp now but not that i don't I, mean, I don't want to talk about amber heard i don't like her either okay the whole i don't like anybody all right all right okay. <laughs> um, but um yeah no i mean there are real actual you know pirates and yes, it matters where you go of course you know yeah. like mm-hmm. probably go to like Alaska I don't even know if that's true like I but honestly like eh, do I want to be stuck on a boat that I might get motion sick on which is like in a like cramped little you know room you know like I just eh, doesn't I I need I need to be able to like get the fuck out of that situation if I want to you know what I mean
0: yeah so,
1: I mean so it's tropobic. not just like in the room but just like on a boat yes the boat's huge I get that but like
0: that yeah. whole like
1: nowhere-to-go scenario I think would really freak me out,
0: you know? See, and that's the way I kind of thought the first time I went on a cruise. I was yeah. like, we're going to be stuck in the middle of nowhere on a boat, like, you know, that sort of thing. But, like, you don't realize, like, truly how big those ships are until you get on them. And half the time, you don't even, like, know that you're out in the water. You know, like, yeah, yeah, it's, like, a huge... Thing, You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. honestly, it'd be like no different than like going to a convention for a week and like yeah, I know, being in the right. hotel, you know, yeah. like, and like, obviously, if you go up and out on like the decks or whatever that, you know, you can see the outside things, then like, mm-hmm. you know, then you're gonna be like, oh, water, you know, Yeah. but like, boat. yeah, sorry, Steve is like scratching away at the door because apparently he wants in forgetting that Maisie is in here. And uh-huh. he really doesn't want in. yeah.
1: I don't know if you can hear him, but... I can hear him, yeah. I hear a little scratch. Dave! <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> night. So cute. But <laughs> yeah, but like, I just... I'm not... I'm not gonna do it. Like, I'm... I'm such a, like, wimp when it comes to, like, situations now. Like, is this yeah. safe? You know what I mean? Also, I'm pretty sure I would get motion sick now, so, yeah. Yeah. I do sometimes talk- get motion sick on airplanes, even when, like, yeah. the, the window's up or down. It doesn't seem to matter.
0: Yeah, uh, you have to like. Steve now. I know she's like sticking her nose under the door, like, oh hello. She and Steve's probably like, oh crap, I forgot you were in there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll see if that stops it. That's funny. I think he smelled her and was like, nope, I'm out. He's out now that she's sniffing at the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Funny. Anyway, now she's like laying by the door, like, come in, kitty kitty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but. But yeah, like, I I don't know. I think if you did like a little short cruise, you might actually like it because the short ones, like, I would assume that you're not going to be able to go go out as far, you know, so you'd probably like hit a couple places, stay pretty close to shore, and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And honestly, when you're that close to shore, if you're stopping like place to place, like you can see land.
1: Yeah, that would
0: be you know. less upsetting, but
1: I don't know. I just don't think, I think by the time I finally was, like, able to, like, relax about it, like, it'd be over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So And I'm just like that when I go on vacation anyway, even if there's no boat situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? like it takes, yeah. like, a good, like, three to five days for me to be like, okay, now I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm <laughs> okay. You know what yeah.
0: I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Well, if you ever decide to go on a cruise, I want to go with you.
1: Let's not go on a cruise. Let's just go somewhere where we're not stuck <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. But let's go somewhere. Let's do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. We should do, like, an all-inclusive somewhere.
1: I'm down. That would be fun.
0: Like, go to, like, I don't know, somewhere in Mexico. That would be the closest, probably, all-inclusive situation that you can get to.
1: Yeah. I kind of want to just, I mean, I don't even know if this is available in the UK. But I just really want to go to the UK. Like, if I'm not going to, like... I mean, if I'm going to go to another country that isn't like Canada, which is right next to us, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like we might as well just go to the UK because that's a place I need to go. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know if they have like all-inclusive that I can afford anyway. Let me. Oh, not in Europe, yeah. probably. Yeah, but... yeah exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm
0: like, yeah, I, I'm okay. not. That yeah, wealthy. yeah. <laughs> well, we should do. We should do a trip with all of like all of us, and you know like Eric and obviously Killian too, you know, and like go and do some explorations of somewhere in Europe in general.
1: (laughs) Uh, That'd be fun. You know, we have to hit up somewhere haunted.
0: Yeah. We should go to Greece. Okay. I'm down. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'd love that. There's a lot of old stuff in Greece. There's a lot of old stuff in Europe in general, but like there's gotta be something haunted there.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's all haunted.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we should so do. Fun. Oh, if we were to go to London, we could totally do that ghost walk tour thing that I did. We'd have to go like not in the summer, <laughs> right? Yeah, because like there is uh, when you do a ghost walk and it's sunny outside, <laughs> it's not that spooky, yeah, it doesn't really, it's not the same vibe, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we went to that when we were in San Diego. Um, I don't know if it was the last time or not, but. We went to the Whaley house. I think we talked about it. And I, we might have done research on that once, actually. Um, I remember. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But um, we did go there because they, you know, it's super haunted, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they do like nighttime ghost tours, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But we were just there for, you know, like four hours. So we, we fit this in. But yeah, it was like a sunny, like it was like summertime, you Yeah. know, like it was like hot there and it was just like
0: yeah and I was it's like, nine o'clock at it... night but it's still light you know and i was like
1: "Kilian, this is great it's haunted and he was just like i'm just looking at old rooms like through glass like nothing just look nothing's
0: like this i don't is... get it
1: yeah this <laughs> yeah this isn't spooky and i'm saying like, yeah. okay but like maybe it's haunted like no i don't think he's so. like, yeah, was like I'm over okay, it. yeah okay yeah <laughs> so that would have been cooler at night for sure
0: yeah um yeah. So, our interesting facts from this episode. Um, it says uh, Sam was given a shoulder injury in the series after Jared Padalecki dislocated his shoulder wrestling with Os wrestling with with with, <laughs> with, <laughs> with Osric Chow, um, who plays Kevin, at a convention the previous summer. Um, oh, that's cute. For I,
1: I think that's adorable.
0: Also, does that mean that Osric like totally took down Jared? Because <laughs> I'm gonna be I really impressed. So.
1: Well, I think Osric. I don't know why I think this, but I feel like he was a wrestler. I don't know why I have that in my head. Now I'm going to look it up.
0: It's very possible that he was a wrestler. I could see, I could totally see this situation. This is what's panning out in my head right now. Like, was like, oh yeah, I did like wrestling or whatever back in the day. And Jared's like, oh really? Show me your best move. You know, and like, they were like play fighting and Jared got hurt.
1: (laughs) I know, I could totally see that too.
0: (laughs) I could see that being exactly what happened. (laughs) I don't know that that's what happened, but it would only make sense to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, all I'm showing is like, there's videos that you can watch of them, of Osric telling the story about Jared's shoulder, but I'm not going to watch that right now. Yeah. So yeah. that I Okay. What you said, that's what happened. It's canon.
0: We'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If true, it is. Okay. I mean, fine. We'll go with yeah. it. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. So whatever. <laughs> Probable. Yes actually the thing or plausible yes probable who knows anyway mm-hmm. um okay so <laughs> it says at a convention uh, mark Shepard, who plays crowley said that the only reason dean was singing i'm too sexy at the karaoke was because the show couldn't get the rights to all by myself <laughs> 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 he then joked that when there's a song on the show it's usually the crew's third choice <laughs> oh man
1: <laughs> that is a pretty good song for him to do though you know what i mean i'm too sexy
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like that's better than All By Myself. I
1: think so, too. I wonder if that's just him. Like, if he just picked a funny song and went with the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know,
0: I could cause... see where maybe All By Myself, they might have tried to pick that because he would, like, be able to warble a little bit more with it, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think they went with the right one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, it says, oh, uh, Giacomo... Um, the actor that played the d- angel daniel um was also the pizza delivery guy in season four episode five uh monster movie from 2008 oh
1: i don't remember um, the pizza
0: delivery guy okay i mean i remember I like either.
1: i remember the shapeshifter vampire dude like getting a pizza and being like is there garlic on it? Or oh, I don't remember. Okay, what the
0: yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. I was like, I think I remember the pizza. Situ- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. I could see where that, like, there's a vague flickering in my brain somewhere of like, <laughs> oh, this makes sense. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um,. So it says, Dean sings karaoke through the episode and is booed for singing poorly. Um, In reality, Jensen Ackles is a singer and guitar player and has sung at multiple conventions and even released uh, an an album entitled Volume 1 with Steve Carlson under the band named Radio Company in 2019. And he's also had a second. So since somebody wrote this interesting fact, he's got a second um, album out, too. That's which right, I think yeah. is just called volume 2, right? I
1: think so. Yeah. I actually haven't listened to it yet. I am even though it's been out for a little while. I mean I've heard some songs. What? I haven't oh, either. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I thought you said I couldn't hear you cuz you were messing with your headphones, but um... Oh, no, no. I was just moving it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. I I have heard some songs off of it, but I haven't sat down and just listened to the whole thing. But what I heard was pretty good. I yeah. enjoyed it quite a bit. I need to just do that. I need to just like He's get got a Alexa good voice. on that. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: Alexa oh, yeah. do these things I know
1: oh my god that's just reminds me I'm just gonna tell you real quick um this morning
0: <laughs> I was
1: I was looking for Killian because they went upstairs and I was like what's happening and I was walking to my bedroom I have a bathroom attached to my bedroom right and mm-hmm. I hear him from inside the bathroom yell Alexa play carry on wayward son and I was like <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have taught you well my child I know.
1: and I was like that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> so, so last night, last night he was, um, he was listening to that on Alexa and, um, I was like, Oh, have you heard the, cause it was the Kansas version, of course. And, um, I was like, Have you heard mm-hmm. the, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but the Neoni version? Is that how you say the girl? I have you know? no idea. Okay. Well, that's what I said. And I was like, Have you heard that one? And I, I, you know, had Alexa play it. And, um, he was like, Oh, yeah. This is the the one in the the last episode. And I was like, you haven't seen the last episode. Like, how do you know that? And he was just like, I just know that. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, okay.
0: That's you weird. must have talked about it at some point. You must
1: have. But he hadn't heard. I mean, he didn't know that. bird. Ver- like, You know what I mean? Like, he knew that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was weird. At first, I thought he meant the version from the fan fiction episode. You know what I mean? Because that's another one, right? I but, don't know. But he was real specific. But it was... Last episode, so Huh, That's yeah. weird. It was weird. We must have just talked about it and
0: we place. we I mean I'm sure yeah. we have. Yeah. I like I vaguely remember us talking about it. Was he around? I don't know. Possible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember. I
1: didn't even remember us talking about it. We probably yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry I keep interrupting you.
0: No, you're good. <laughs> um, so it says Crowley and Dean's exchange of jerk and bitch is a throwback to Sam and Dean's teasing exchange of the same in Supernatural the Pilot, um repeated throughout the earlier seasons. Um, I don't like so, it. I know. Like, okay, I'm sorry. That's a Sam and Dean thing, not a Crowley and Dean thing. No, you can't <laughs> just take over
1: someone's thing. That's what feels so yucky about it. You
0: know
1: yeah. what I mean? Like, ew, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't you feel don't really like slimy it. doing that? Both of you.
0: Like, mm-hmm. there's no
1: way you say that and don't think, oh, you used to
0: do this with somebody else or, yeah. <laughs> with my little brother. Like, no. That was probably the point for Crowley.
1: Sure. Yeah, but Dean, yep. I mean, I guess he just doesn't give a shit because he's a demon, so whatever. Yeah.
0: And I mean, maybe he just like called him a jerk because he thought it was just a thing and then Dean was like, "Oh, this is familiar, bitch." You know, like. <laughs> so, I don't like I don't, it. Know. I don't like uh, it. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um so it says the actor who plays Cole, um which is Travis Aaron Wade is actually 3 years older than Jensen Ackles, which I don't know. Okay. You know, um well, it's
1: because he, Cole says Actually, I don't know if he said it in this episode, but this is not a spoiler. But like, okay, maybe it's a little spoiler. Um, so Cole was a kid when he first encountered Dean, and then yeah. they kind of flash back to that. And Dean looks mm-hmm. like he did in like the first season, you know, that yeah. age basically. Yeah. And Cole is a kid, but like mm-hmm. they look the same age basically. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did that. Why did they do that? Yeah. Why like, I was someone who looks a little older. Or change mm-hmm. the backstory if they needed to go with that actor. Because it didn't quite... It was noticeably weird. You know? Even the first time yeah. I thought it, I was like, eh,
0: I'm confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Like, at first, like, before... Like, when I first watched this, I thought it was like a... They, like, w- maybe were hunters together and, like, had a beef or something. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Uh-huh. But I was like, mm, you know. Anyways, I don't want to give anything yeah. away. But, yeah. <laughs> um. So it says, um, Jacob Davies, uh, who's, uh, Cole's son, um, previously appeared in the episode, uh, supernatural plucky penny whistles, magical menagerie, oh. uh, from, t- from 2012 as Tyler. I don't remember who Tyler is. I wonder if Tyler's the main kid. I think Tyler is the main kid.
1: Okay. Maybe. Well, he didn't look
0: familiar to me. I don't no. know. Well, I mean, it wouldn't think... necessarily to me cause I forget everything. So yeah,
1: same here. Same here. I don't know. Um, I feel like this. This kid in this episode was younger than that kid. The main the main boy, you know? Yeah. In that episode. So I wonder if it's somebody else. Or maybe I just don't remember. That could be.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um so it says for most of seasons ten and eleven, as shown on Netflix, the intros, um, uh, which is the then and the road so far are missing. So I guess in Netflix it's missing. I don't know that it's missing like in the DVDs or something, but anyway i don't know whatever yeah i read it it's there i don't know if it's true or not um
1: (laughs) i mean it did it did play at the beginning of this episode on netflix yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: but it does not all of them i guess i don't
0: know yeah not sure so i don't know how valid that fact is but whatever um so it says it's the first appearance of cole um cole trenton played by uh travis aaron wade um, it says Emily Fonda, who plays Anne-Marie, previously had a small role in The French Mistake from
1: 2011.
0: It uh, uh, doesn't mentioned? say as who. It just says
1: remember.
0: she was there. It says the small thing, role, so she was probably yeah. in the back somewhere. The only
1: thing flashing through my mind is, like, you know when they first get into, like, our world or whatever world it is, the, mm-hmm. where Supernatural is a show. Um, mm-hmm. There, There are, like, maybe there's a girl who, like, interviews Sam about, you know— or interviews she yeah, could have yeah. been literally
0: anybody in the crew yeah. to you know like if it's if, it's, the the, if they a mind. small role that means she probably didn't have any lines you know like uh, yeah she probably uh-oh. walked in the background yeah yeah so okay um uh, it says when sam talks to the clerk in the gas station for when he is searching for dean the clerk reenacts what dean was saying with the say my name over and over again uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the say my name quote is possibly from breaking bad um uh, when Walter White says, say my name in the episode, say my name, which was released in 2012. Hmm. Um, so it says Raquel Riskin, which is who plays Dar, the demon at the beginning, um, previously appeared in the episode. I believe the children are our future as Amber Greer, which I like, that's ringing bells in my head, but like, I don't know why I got
1: nothing. I can't
0: even yeah. pull up in my brain. What episode that is or what happened? I don't know. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it says, uh, obviously, since it's a new season, it's the start of a new intro. Um, and it says, Sam and Dean didn't share a scene together in the episode. That's our our last fact.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No scenes together.
1: They did, they did have, like, a phone call, though. So that seems like... They had a phone
0: call, but they yeah, weren't, like, not, in yeah. the scene together. They didn't together, need to you know?
1: record that, like, at the same time. I'm sure they didn't. Why would they?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, sorry, there's the fruit fly, like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> flying around my face, and it's driving me nuts. Okay, um, so our research from this week um, is off of ndtourism.com, and it's North Dakota Ghost Stories, because cool. we're in North Dakota, and I don't think that happens that often. South not Dakota. Not that often. often, yeah, But last well, we've been there like five times, and we just don't remember. I know, no idea, but I don't remember <laughs> reading any of this. So hopefully this will all be new. (laughs) Um, uh, So it says uh, there are some pretty scary places in North Dakota. Um, Here's a sampling of some experiences related by um, friends and neighbors. Uh, It says you may have heard some of the stories. If not, enjoy, if you dare. (laughs) I like it. I do dare. North Dakota. I dare. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this says uh, Shauna Carnes. Cairns, Carnes, I'm going to go with Carnes, uh, Ghost Story. Um, and it says, I am the administrative assistant in the office at a James, at the James in Williston um, I've heard things while here working and usually just chalk it up as the old building settling. Uh, the James was built in 1911. On October 4th, October? How did I get October? It's July 4th. How did I like go July? <laughs> nope, October. This is where we're going. I think I just saw the O from on. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, on July 4th, <laughs> the office was closed. <sighs> the office. <laughs> I'm struggling so bad right now. I don't know what's up. No, you're doing fine. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Let me just start over again. Okay. <laughs> On July 4th, the office was closed, so I thought I would come in during the day to get some cleaning hours as I cleaned 10 hours a week besides the office hours. Uh, while upstairs mopping Gallery 1, I heard a large banging noise. I stopped and listened for a minute and figured it was just someone working on the church next door. Uh, they were remodeling, so I thought maybe it was them. I heard it again and decided to look out the window to make sure it was the construction crew uh, next door at the church. When I looked out, there was no one at the church. Doors closed. I heard it again and said out loud, oh, duh, it's the 4th of July. Probably just fireworks. Then I heard what sounded like a child or small adult run across center stage downstairs. I put the mop away and left. (laughs) That was a smart thing to do. Yes. Um, It says, also, anytime I walk up the staircase by the kitchen, it always feels like someone's watching me, but when I turn around, no one is there. After many other people experienced stories like mine, we invited the paranormal investigators of North Dakota to come and have a look. They picked up multiple sounds, the same footsteps, and small voices I heard. They also brought out this camera that is designed to track the movement of something in the room. It's basically the same technology that a video game would use when it's tracking your movements when you play the remote. Uh, one of the investigators stood in front of the camera and a little stick figure popped up over her image. Because, um, you know, you know what I'm talking I know about? I exactly the, what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I don't remember what that's called, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it says it was the video game picking up uh, her presence based on her movements. Mm-hmm. It was just her there alone in the room for a while. Suddenly, another stick figure showed up on the screen to the right of her, a smaller one the size of a small child. She stuck her hand out to see if whatever the camera was picking up would react to it. To our bewilderment, the tiny stick figure lifted its hand as well and touched hers. Ew. Yuck. Yeah. Um, just like a little kid wanting to hold their mother's hand. <laughs> um It says, when the investigators first came into the James Memorial Arts Museum, uh, the first thing one of them said was, I can feel how loved this place is. And that's so true. The place still exists and thrives because of the volunteers who love it both past and present. Uh, We like to think that whatever these old happenings are, they come from a place of love for the James. Yeah, hopefully that's what it is. <laughs> that's so good. Like, hold my hand, I'll take you to hell, you know? Like, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so this next one, it says Eric Vin- Vintner's ghost story. Um, it says, there are loads of stories of downtown Minot. I'm going with Minow. Minot. Okay. Mine it? I, I don't do know. not know. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go with the more France, France, french french <laughs> french pronunciation. <laughs> uh, this is horrible i am so sorry <laughs> I, knew that. I mean i'm having a good time so oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay Okay, downtown Minot being haunted. Uh, Okay, probably because when this town was still young, it was known as Little Chicago because of the crime here. (laughs) Hmm. Drugs, gangs, and violence led to a lot of people just disappearing without a trace. Um, I had my own creepy experiences around town as I toured buildings for the urban winery location. I wasn't surprised they drifted into my business as well. Um, I started remodeling right away, so obviously there were a lot of late nights when I was there all by myself. It was a small thing at first, like suddenly feeling overwhelmed with this feeling of being watched or doors opening and closing of their own accord, but nothing too bad. Trying to be a responsible business owner, I eventually put up security cameras that would send me phone alerts when they detected movement. Um, That's when things started getting a little eerie. Uh, It says, sometimes I would get text alerts of movement when nothing was in the picture, probably a glitch. Right. But when the chairs started moving or er, but then the chairs started moving from one text alert to another, they would get pushed in or pulled out when the place is completely empty. Then these glowing orbs started setting off the cameras and that was enough for me to call some paranormal investigators to check out the place. <laughs> yeah. Um it says they scrounged the place using cameras and EVP recorders. They captured the orbs um that continually set off my cameras, but when they investigated the basement they picked up a man's deep voice saying, "Hello." Um and in a small room they allegedly used to lead or that used to lead to a tunnel, they picked up a woman's terrifying scream. That was about enough for me.
1: <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. Uh-
0: um, it says, I don't know every detail of the history of this place, but I'm sure, like, all of downtown Mono, um, those that were never seen again back in Little Chicago days are making themselves heard once again. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Um, this says, this is Kim Schmidt's ghost story. I think it's, have you ever seen, um, uh, what oh, is like it Kim called? Yeah. Yeah, 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 Unbreakable, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo- <laughs> that was a good show.
1: I, you know, I think yeah. I only watched the first season. I um, watched, like... I enjoyed it, it, though. I really oh. liked it. It was like I watched it because there was only one season. You know what I mean? And then when the second one got released, I was, like, doing something else. You know what I mean? I just I never yeah. like, went back to it. Um, yeah. But I will because that's a great
0: show. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. I definitely, like, I think I've seen at least a couple of seasons of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it, it was one of those that it was it was kind of funny, but, like, didn't really like grab me either. Yeah.
1: You know? I mean it was like I mean, I enjoy watching this. I would enjoy watching more, but it wasn't like the most hilarious thing that, you know no, I thought yeah. about all the time or you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, no. I yeah. did like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, Kim Schmidt's ghost story. Um, It says, growing up in the small community of Harvey, North Dakota, news travels fast on just about any topic. (laughs) And the news of the creepy happenings in our town's library always seemed to be circling. It all started with the lights flickering or keys disappearing. But that never sounded like something that would prove that a place is actually haunted. Right. It wasn't until I heard more about these instances from librarian Marlene Ripplinger that made me think twice. She would talk about the times that books would fall from the shelves when no one was near them. Or if books that were stacked in the counter finally finding their way back to the bookcases when no one on their small staff claimed to have touched them. At least it's helpful. Yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it says the creepiest one for me was when the librarian was unlocking the library in the early morning and found all the computers had someo- somehow turned on. Yeah. Appearing on their screens was a single large S in a font they didn't have installed. She said she knew exactly who was responsible. Sophie. Uh, it says Sophie Eberline Bents was a resident of Harvey who had been bludgeoned to death and burned by her second husband back in 1931. The house. Husbands. Okay. Just, know, joking. Right? just joking. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that one though. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, it says the house sat where the library does now, but was never destroyed. It was just moved to a different spot. A few blocks from main street. Wow. Um, Apparently several people have tried living there but couldn't uh, but never could for long saying something just wasn't right about the house. Uh. As for the library, Marlene says Sophie is a fairly well-behaved ghost but has a tendency to act out when people ask about her. Um, Marlene only has one request please don't bring up Sophie in the month of October. She doesn't want to ex- upset her on her anniversary on the anniversary of her death October 2nd. Wow okay. um, so it says... Uh, this next one is Wendy Kimball's ghost story. Says I have a long past with the Tobe, maybe T A U B E Tobe. We'll that's how it. I would say it. Yeah, it's
1: probably wrong, but that's what I would say.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Names, man, they're hard sometimes. They're
1: hard. Yeah.
0: Um, So, uh, Tobe Museum of Art, um, she, she's volunteering, teaching classes, and for a few years, she was the gallery manager. It says, several times while working there, myself and others have heard footsteps coming from the back kitchen across the original marble floors of the main gallery toward the front offices. Sounds of things dropping or shifting can be heard from the gift shop, and shadows and the feeling of being watched from the upper level where the permanent collection is stored. Children often look up to the permanent collection area and ask cautiously what is up there. (laughs) I had a recent visit while picking up art supplies for a class with my two-year-old granddaughter as we walked up to the last two steps to the main gallery. She froze in her tracks and looked up the permanent collection room while pointing there, stated, Nana, we not go up there. (laughs) Uh. Um, I reassured her we weren't going up there and she was okay to continue into the main gallery. Um... As I was teaching a class late afternoon, two girls' parents were running late, and the rest of the gallery was closed, so it was just us three there. I was standing facing the door with my head turned to the right, visiting the girls. I noticed someone coming down the stairs, so I let the girls know someone was there to pick them up. Um, As I stepped closer to the door to greet them, he moved down the last couple of steps, and instead of coming into the classroom, quickly turned right away from from the classroom and into the lower gallery, gallery area. Um, I headed out to the door, asking if I could help him with something and to tell him that the gallery was closed at this time. He went er, he again went around to the next right, which is the wall that separates the lower gallery to cut him off, to let him know that he would need to leave. I approached the side opposite side of the wall. Needless to say, no one was there. My first thought was that this man must be up to no good and must have rushed off to the hands on gallery. I checked. No one was there. Just my two young students and, were, uh, and I were there, and left wondering who and why the strange man wearing a trench coat and fedora hat was visiting the gallery that day. i uh, I might yeah. have like, I mean,
1: unless they checked like every little hidey hole, I probably would have like called the cops and just been like, "Hey, this is what I saw. I don't see them. I think
0: they're hiding." But. Yeah. I probably would have done that too.
1: Yeah. Been
0: like, um, something's weird about this and I can't find him.
1: Children. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. There's a couple
0: kids here. Also, by the time that they leave, I don't want to be by myself here. And also, like, locking up and everything and just leaving somebody in there is not right. a good idea It's not a good <laughs> idea
1: either yeah I would have definitely done that that's, yeah that's
0: maybe though maybe
1: she did check or he I can't remember if he said it was a girl or a guy but like uh, or, and also that doesn't matter but like yeah uh, I yeah I, I maybe they did check every little place but I would even possible. be afraid of that with like kids there you know what I mean it'd be more like yeah all right we're gonna leave the building and wait mm-hmm. for your parents and also I'm calling the cops like yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. definitely interesting okay yep um, so this one is Dan, uh, Shelsky's ghost story. Um, it says the history of people who spent time at Fort Lincoln is so deep that there isn't one specific story that can tie back to the creepy happenings here. Um, many people passed away under completely normal circumstances like disease or old age, but that hasn't led to any shortage of ghost stories. For me, the first was actually during the haunted fort that it happened. The sun was setting and the shadows of trees and people were starting to get really long. I drove back to the infantry post to make sure no one was wandering around or parked there. Uh, Not a person or car in sight. That was until I looked over my shoulder. It was like watching one of those old-time photos come to life. A man dressed in a full blue uniform, the exact same the infantrymen used to wear Around here in the 1880s, was walking straight for me. He had a rifle in his hand and looked straight ahead at me with each step. I'm not sure if I was more thrown off by the convincing historical look of him, like no one from this time, or how he seemed to have come out of thin air from the infantry house. I was completely alone just two seconds ago. I had to look forward to realign myself on the road, and when I looked back, he was gone. Uh, We were in a wide open space, so where could he have gotten into in the time that it takes to turn my head? It left me feeling crazy. Luckily, I had a witness for the next time. <laughs> um, it says, it was after a couple's dinner party that we host in the Custer House. It is uh, It's a place that's considered to be the most haunted around here. We had just said goodbye to all the visitors, and one of the other park rangers and I were just standing around. There's a piano in the corner with a photo propped up um, on top of it in the middle. It's a picture of Lieutenant Com, Com? Tom Custer. Blah. Brother of George Custer. He lived in that old house as well. I happened to be looking right at the photo when it suddenly flew off the side of the piano and hit the floor. That thing was nowhere near the edge of the piano and no windows were open to blame a rogue wind. It's <laughs> impossible it could have fallen so aggressively of its own accord. We both just looked at each other and asked, did that really happen? <laughs> Ooh, that's creepy. Uh-huh. It says, no matter how many weird sounds are heard or dark figures are seen in the windows, I'm still not one to believe in ghosts. But I have to admit, there's a lot of things that happen around here that you just can't explain. <laughs> wow. Um, this one is Scooter Pursley's ghost story. Scooter's kind of a fun name, I gotta say. I knew someone named
1: Scooter in high school, and he was a fun guy. And yeah. It was really fun to be like, "Hey, Scooter," you know? What yeah. I, mean? <laughs> I knew I wasn't like good friends with him till enough to be like, "Why do people call you that?" Because that wasn't as actual name that was like oh
0: yeah name you know so huh yeah yeah. i mean maybe this is a nickname maybe it's a real name i don't know yeah yeah. i never know um Maisie's behind me just uh, (laughs) just like (laughs) stretching and stuff
1: that's funny
0: you're so dramatic (laughs) (laughs) anyways um so it says it was a cold starry and moonless night back in 1989 i was on highway two coming out of rugby Um, at the end of a long week of 15-hour days at the Minot Daily News. I was coming home after covering the end of a basketball, not baseball, uh, (laughs) tournament, um, was tired and in a hurry to get back to Minot to write a story. Afternoon papers permitted all-night writing if you wanted to. I didn't want to, so I gassed it. (laughs) Within a mile or so of leaving rugby, I saw flashing lights way behind me. Playing it safe, I slowed down and hoped he was not after me. After another mile or so, I checked the mirror, and there were no more lights of any kind behind me. Good to go. I floored it. Moments later, I looked back in the mirror, and right behind me, lights flashing in all their glory, was the cop. How? Where did he come from? Uh, Too late to worry about it, I pulled over, and he followed, and I got my license and registration out to present to the officer when he got to the door. With those in hand, I waited for the cop that never came from the car that was no longer there. The lights that had pulled over me... Or pulled me over. We're gone. Oh,
1: that's so creepy. <laughs> like, <ugh>. Ew. <laughs> I don't like
0: it. Um, It says, I gassed it for a third time and blew through Towner and Granville and Surrey. If I were, if I was going to be stopped again, it would be in Minow. <laughs> wow. That's terrifying. <laughs> that, yeah. It says, that was my run-in with the ghost cop of rugby. Later on, I found out there was a police officer that was killed in rugby back in the 1960s. Who knows? It could have been him. Huh. That's so interesting. God, that pissed right, me off. What? I know, like, really, like, it's already nerve-wracking enough to get pulled over by the police.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: mostly because I don't like getting in trouble. And so when I do, I, like, kind of freak out a little bit.
1: <laughs> I do, too. Well, it's always, it's always, like, it just makes your heart pound. Yeah, I mean, I have anxiety, yeah. especially with, like, that anticipation of, like, are they going to be nice? Also, I don't know what I did. Yeah. Also, you know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. eh, what's going to happen? Am I going to jail? Like, did yeah. <laughs> I to go to jail? No, but like, yeah, you don't know, right? Is he yeah. a nice guy? Is this even an actual cop? Because I know people who have been pulled over by not actual cops. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a terrifying situation. Like, mm-hmm. they tell you, like, if you ever get pulled over, you know, call 911 and make sure that's a real cop. But like, mm-hmm. they're going to be so pleasant with you after that. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I was just going on a tangent there, but yeah, you're already you're already freaking out, mm-hmm. and then suddenly they're gone. Was that real? Am I questioning my sanity? Uh, also, like, was I, I
0: hallucinating? Just, you no, know, like
1: go through all that anxiety, of anticipation for nothing. Like
0: I would be mad about that. In which case, I'd have a different form of anxiety afterwards because it's like okay, but like what was that? You know, like
1: right, yeah, that's just that's a yeah. big. Yeah, I don't, I don't want my emotions to toyed with like that, so. no, nope. yeah. Neither do I. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, did I tell you, I, I think I've told you, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, it's very possible that I have, because we were talking about the Green River Killer at one point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, My dad had pulled somebody over at one point because he, uh, he had a partner with him, I guess, but like the person who got pulled over was, like, calling the cops on him and was like, you're the Green River Killer! You're the Green River Killer! Blah, 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 blah. Because they didn't want a ticket. You know, like, I'm sure, I don't know if it was that she actually thought he was the Green River Killer or, like... (laughs) Yeah, or she was just, yeah, I understand. It's just wanting to try and get out of a ticket, I don't know. But, like, yeah, that was... (laughs) Like, that's the best case scenario is that you get pulled over and it's, like... Kind of aggravating for them because they're like, okay, like, I'm a cop, you know, whatever. But, like, Mm -hmm. at least you got your butt covered. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've only been pulled over twice ever. One was this total jerkwad cop that, like, he... Literally, I mean, like, this is not just me saying this. Like, he had so many letters of complaint to the city about uh, him and, like, yeah. how he treated people that he got moved to a wow. different area because he was such an asshole, you I know? So, at that like,
1: point, they'd let him go. You know what I he mean? would think.
0: He was a motorcycle cop, though, and, like, let's be real. No offense to motorcycle cops out there, but, like, there's not much you can, you can't arrest people right that's true like, well, you're not gonna... You gonna put them on the back of your bike <laughs> yeah right, but, like, that's, true. that's true. you know I guess you could call in help for somebody to arrest somebody or whatever yeah. you know but like pretty much your job is giving out tickets you know like that's true yeah which okay fine you know but like this guy had such a bad attitude he was so awful to everybody like I was t- he had pulled me over and I was like telling my mom that he was you know, a jerk, basically, to me. And she's like, oh, you're just being dramatic, and blah, 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 right? He pulled her over, like, a week or two later, for going four over the speed limit. And when she tried to, like, speed up by one or two miles per hour to pull over, because she was in front of, like, a big development area, and she was trying to, like, get out of the way, because she was like, oh, well, like, I thought he was going to either pull into the development and go to something else, or, like, was trying to get past me or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she, like up very briefly and, like, pulled over once she got to the other side of that um, entrance, and he was like, I should get you for running from the cops, and it's like, really? She sped up briefly to pull over for you, like,
1: yeah really? I mean, I would understand if he had that thought immediately as she was speeding up, but once you see that they're pulling over, no. Two
0: miles per hour, and you literally at that point Hardly can tell that somebody is speeding up unless they're going that slow to begin with. That's true. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Come on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Ugh. but that was, that was, I don't remember how I got off in this tangent, but like, yeah, he was a jerk.
1: Yeah, but, I've been pulled over a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, I mean, I've had my license for longer than you, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm way older than you. So yeah, like, way older. Okay, but I mean, I'm older than you. so uh, But, <laughs> but I, I have had been pulled over quite a bit. Um, I've only had a few tickets, so fuck off. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> as as my, my experiences with cops in those situations has been okay. Most of them, yeah. I would say, were actually quite nice. Mm -hmm. It could be that I'm, like, basically in a state of panic when that happens, and they don't want to escalate that. But, but okay, but, yeah, I have had a couple, um, like, I had that experience in Idaho with that cop, like, screaming at me, where's the white stuff? And that wasn't great, but once he realized that I did not actually have any white stuff, he was really friendly. Okay, all right, that's just your your scary cop, where's the drugs bit, I get it, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, all right.
0: All right. But
1: like, why? You know, I I mean, I've had some like neutral experiences where it was they weren't nice, but they weren't mean. They were just Mm -hmm. baseline fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the job and completely no emotions in either direction. And I understand that, too. So, Yeah. yeah, I can't remember any like actual bad experience except for that that one cop who turned out to be just fine. He just. Yeah. Yeah. Started out
0: screaming, so... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the only other cop that I've been... pulled Well, it was a state patrol guy that I got pulled over by. He was actually very friendly, you know? Like, apparently, I was in the left lane for too long. Okay. You know, like, I was like, I didn't know there was a limit on how many miles you could be over there. And there was somebody that was, like, just kind of barely... Like, we were going, like, a similar speed, but there was not really anybody else on the road. And so I I wasn't going to, like... Speed up, speed up to pull ahead of them and, like, get mm-hmm. over. But also, like, I wasn't going to slow way down to get behind them either. So I just yeah. kind of was, like, there for a little bit. Sense. And, yeah. like, there was nobody else on the road. It was, I like.
1: I if you were, like,
0: blocking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or,
1: like, causing a backup. Yes, you should have gotten over. But, yeah, I thought that would be okay in that situation.
0: That's yeah. Huh. I mean, like, apparently there's rules about how long. You, it's two miles, by the way, that you can be oh, in the left okay. lane. So, huh. the more you know. Well, I have broken but, that law a lot. Oh, so have I. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, nah, and so that. like, I, I mean, he pulled me over. He was really nice. He's like, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" I'm like, "No," you know, yeah. like again, hate getting in trouble. And I'm kind of like, ah. also, I think he felt bad because like when he, it was dark outside because mm. it's mostly dark in Washington all the time. Yeah. Because <laughs> yay, the state. But anyways, and so like, he like pulled me over. And he was like, he shown his flat area. Er, he, he, is that the right word? Hmm. He shined his flashlight. There we go. <laughs> like right into my eyes. And I was like, Oh, I was sorry. You know? And I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. You know? like mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know? And so I think he kind of felt bad about that. And I was like, I have a concealed carry permit. And like, I think I need to tell you that, but like, I have my gun with me, but it's underneath. It's locked up in the safe. It's right there. Do you want me to get it out? I don't know what you want me to do. What do I do? You know, I was like, I'm get pulled over. And he's like, it's fine. Keep it there. Just give me your card. It'll be fine. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, i just, I'm just gonna get my, my registrations in here. Okay. You know, and I was just like freaking out. Like, I don't even know why, but I was just like, I, that's literally been the second time ever in my life that I was pulled over. So I just was yeah. like, I don't know what to do. You know? Right.
1: <laughs> no, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. they no. probably prefer you to be like that than like an asshole. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if they had yeah. to pick between that, that's what they're going to go with, you know? Yeah.
0: And um, like, he was, he was very nice and he didn't give me a ticket. He's like, Hey, just make sure that like, you know, he ran everything. And then he was like, mm. just make sure that like, you know, when you're driving in the left side, like, he's like, you weren't speeding or anything. It was fine, which also I was speeding, but only like five or six over, you know, so like, yeah. eh, okay, apparently that's fine. But, like, you know, he's like, just, you know, like, make sure that you're not like, hanging out out there, like, you need to get over, you can only be over there for, like, a couple miles, I was like, okay, and he's like, have a good night, and I was like, okay, you too, and I was like, oh, fuck, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, god, oh, god, oh, god, you know, but, like, I didn't get a ticket, that guy was nice, Yeah, he was very nice.
1: There are times that I should have gotten a ticket, I have <laughs> no idea why I didn't, but there were, I mean, not that that was recent, I would say I was still, like, under Twenty when those yeah. happened, you know what I mean. So I don't, yeah. I don't remember too well. <laughs> yeah, many years ago. No, I yeah, I I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't have any really bad cop experience, or if I did, I totally blocked it, and I'll tell you when I remember. But <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: nothing horrible. <laughs> well, bad. speaking of awful things, like, <laughs> uh, instant assbutt moments, because usually <laughs> it's something awful that happens. That's true. Yes. <laughs>
1: nice segue
0: i tried i had to think about it there for a second i stalled out a little bit but you know (laughs) (laughs) i liked it
1: (laughs) okay so is it my turn i'm just gonna start talking Yeah, yeah okay all right okay um so uh for the summer right summer i think today is the first day of fall but like summer happens right i have feet and I wear (laughs) flip-flops on those feet. I have feet. (laughs) I I do have two of them. So like, yeah, I I pretty much flip-flop it unless the state of Mm -hmm. my toes is not, you know, meant for conception. Like, you know, okay. So, um, (laughs) so I... Where was I going? I don't know. This was a, a couple of weeks ago. I was gonna wear actual shoes for something, so I put on my shoes. They're just like Dr. Scholl's, like black, you know, slip-ons, kind of like Vans. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like old school Vans that style. Yeah. Whatever. I love those. They're comfortable. Mm-hmm. They're not, yeah. you know, whatever. Okay, it's kind of yeah. my main, my main shoe. So, yeah. um <clears throat> So, you know, later that day, my back started to hurt, which isn't that weird, being that I, you know, have a back injury you know sometimes mm-hmm. it freaks out and for no reason and you know mm-hmm. whatever okay so like it started hurting that day and I was like oh that sucks whatever so um five days later I have been wearing these shoes for five days now okay um <laughs> I uh I went to clean my shoes I think I was I was going somewhere and I that morning I had gotten them dirty at Killian's school um just walking through like muddy grass you know mm-hmm. so I was like I'm gonna clean off the mud off the top of these so I get my you know wet wipe and I I start at like the bottom of the shoe and I'm looking at the sole and I was like, Oh, these are all fucked up. Like there's holes in them. Like, and I was like, wait a minute, my old, my old pair of these shoes, you know, that's, that's why I stopped. That's why I got new pairs. Like was, have I been wearing the old ones this time? So I turned the other one over and I'm like, Oh no, this one's beautiful. This is what happened. I had been wearing a few different (laughs) shoes for five days now the difference (laughs) in these shoes there's only one difference and that is that one of the pairs the sole of it is an inch thicker than the other one Mm -hmm. that's it otherwise same brand same style everything's the same one is just an inch higher so yeah I have been wearing (laughs) two different shoes for five fucking days and guess what my back hurts so bad oh yeah (laughs) Holy shit! I mean, <laughs> I just spent like hours on my feet in these shoes for five days, like five days in a row. So I was yeah. like, "Oh fuck!" Like, like really? I, yeah. <laughs> an and Eric's like, "Why haven't you thrown those away?" And I was like, "I don't know. What if I just wanted like shitty shoes to wear in like a wetty, wedding- wetty, like, a- <laughs> like a rainy, you know, situation? I don't know. I don't know. I just I haven't thrown them away. Like, yeah, eh. right." And he's like, "Okay, so the other day." I'm going through, like, all of Killian's shoes because our entryway is just, like, covered in shoes, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. most of these are way too small for him. Get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting rid of them. And I'm like, I should throw that old pair of shoes away. Well, guess what? I can only find one of them. And it turns out I have, like, a problem with separating my shoes from their, you know, soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't throw this one away by myself. It can't go to shoe heaven without its shoe partner. Like, <laughs> was like, you could do it. I'm like, I can't. Where is it? It's gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was just a big anxiety thing. And I didn't actually throw it away. Like, it's still there lurking. <laughs> just the one on it. its own. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was, you know, stupid and caused myself pain <laughs> for not noticing. I asked a couple people who had hung out with me during those five days. And they're like, yeah, I didn't notice. I'm like. I mean, that's good. Yeah.
0: It's not like it was, if it wasn't noticeable to anyone, especially you, when you put them on and you see one after the other and it wasn't noticeable, I mean, like, eh, just a height problem at that point.
1: My dad was like, you should do the opposite, you know, for the other foot to kind of even yourself out. And I was like, I'm not gonna. He's like, why? I was like, somebody might notice now. Like, I can't do it.
0: Also, you can't find the other ones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so that was... Stupid, and I, I'm stupid. So I,
0: hey, I've done stuff like that before, <laughs> but so. five days in a row. These, these were days that I had
1: to take them on and off multiple times each day. I made that decision to wear the wrong <laughs> shoe
0: multiple like, three times.
1: times a day for five days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh
0: man. Yeah. Anyway, what was your interesting moment? <laughs> well, so mine. I also kind of hurt myself, but not in, (laughs) I don't know. So, Maisie, it's kind of funny. She, I don't know why I've decided that this is a thing that I need to do. I think it's because I've seen so many videos of people doing this with their German Shepherds. They teach them to, like, howl. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like to growl on command or whatever, and like you know, like okay, like look tough or whatever, and the you know, and like you know, I don't know if I'm ever gonna need that, but what if I do? And like that'd be a cool trick to have, you know, like like out on a walk and somebody's like, okay, you know, like that somebody's messing with me and I'm just like, hey, like look tough or whatever, and you know, like okay, you know, like I'm good with it, you know, um, but. At any rate, so I decided, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to teach her to howl first. I think that might be easier than trying to teach her to growl, because she doesn't growl that much, right? And so I'm, like, howling at her like a lunatic trying to get her to howl, <laughs> right? And I eventually, like, I did get her to howl a couple of times. Um, but, like, by hitting these weird spots in my voice that, like, oh, no. should not happen, and I was like... That was a pretty convincing growl on my, or a howl on my part. Also, like, I think I broke my vocal cords. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had like a pretty, pretty awesome sore throat for like a day. And I sounded kind of like for like a day or so, because I was trying to teach my dog to basically sing a song. And I could not sing said song without hurting myself. (laughs) Oh, That's really funny, though. I think that's a, a good thing to teach her. Does she know? no (laughs) because you know I we tried so like Travis because he's a hunter has a predator collar Mm -hmm. and it's like it it has like all these different sounds of different animals that you can play through like a little like microphone speaker thing Mm -hmm. that's supposed to like call in animals of different varieties right and so there's like three or four different just like coyote calls you know one's Mm -hmm. like the pups ones like them howling ones them trying to like locate and every t- there's this one that it's like the whole pack is like howling trying to like look it's like a location thing okay. she just oh woo! like every okay. time she's not very like good at howling and her voice always kind of cracks
2: yeah
0: okay you know uh-huh. but so we played that a couple times and got her to howl and was like good howl you know and she's like what you know yeah. <laughs> Uh, Does she need it? No. But yeah. at some point, I am convinced that I will teach her to howl on command. That'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. I so, mean, I think that's awesome. Also, would she shut up once I taught her to do it? I don't know. <laughs> I know.
1: That's mm-hmm. funny. I mean, Killian would love it if she would just howl on
0: command. Because, like, yeah. howl
1: on command. So yeah,
0: <laughs> be a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 just cool. both sit there and yell at each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. So no. yeah,
1: I only I lose my voice ridiculously, like almost every time I go to a concert. this includes, you know, karaoke at the <laughs> conventions because I apparently uh-huh. woo so much. Like, oh, like, yeah. I'm a girl. yeah, I am a girl. I made peace with this. Like, yeah. So, like, if you stick me at a concert and I'm enjoying it, I'll woo a lot. And then the next day I'm like, why do I have no voice? And Because you're wooing. You
0: wooed too hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's exactly what And It's so embarrassing. People are like, oh, are you sick? I'm like, no, I just went to a concert.
0: i so stupid. Yeah. I can't, like, I feel like I've met a lot of people that have been to a lot of concerts and that's, like, a pretty normal thing. You know, it's right. like. Yeah. I, I lost it I went to a concert because I was, you know, singing or cheering or whatever, you know, but bit, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. but I, I like to
1: woo. That's like my main concert noise. I, know. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it inspires other wooing and, yeah. and just, it's, uh, yeah, it's better than just like the clap that like I'm not even doing hard enough for the person next to me to hear over all the other woos. And clapping, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and it that no, hurts my hands. Yeah. It just doesn't have any. Effect. Like why are you even doing it? Like might it just add yeah. to the noise in some way, which is gonna be a, a woo. So
0: anyway, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening to us. Like
0: at concerts. I couldn't tell you.
1: Yeah. I, I clap I like woo and then I do the yeah. like clap that you can't hear which is not for anybody's benefit, but the people standing on either side of me, like. uh, Yeah, so they see you doing something. Yeah, it's like, I don't even know why I care. I don't care, so. (laughs) I think the the last time I really lost my voice at a concert was New Kids on the Block. (laughs) So this is a long time ago. I haven't been to, well, I have a child and don't really have free time, so that's why I haven't gone to a concert. I did go to Kansas, that was awesome. Yeah, Go see them if you can. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was surprised I didn't lose my voice after that. But anyways, is on the Block. Yeah. I don't know how old I was. It was right before Lady Gaga's first single came out. I know that <laughs> because she opened for the Nukas on the Block and I had okay. never heard of her before. Okay. And it was amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, she is amazing, especially yeah. on stage. You know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. quite the event. But like, no one had heard of her and she just mm-hmm. was like, amazing we everyone was just staring at her stupidly like i don't know what's happening this is the coolest moment of my life also she's not wearing pants right like (laughs) was just like whoa weird and i like it (laughs) so so that was that was really cool and then when she you know came out with her first single i was like i saw her she's awesome you know yeah that's fun (laughs) but yeah new kids i i like wooed my face off it was it was amazing and you know what (laughs) So did Eric. So I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good <laughs> show. Okay. Thank you for listening to us and our shenanigans. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Asputs, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to rate and view- review us
0: on <laughs> iTunes.
1: And send us your Idgit and Asput moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again.
0: Thank you.